Don't look back because the market is closed. Good Thursday after everyone. Kip Harris here with your daily VR investing podcast. Hope everybody had a great day today. You know, it's a roller coaster. We're back to one up day, one down day, one up day, one down day. However, uh, again, if you've been joining us here on Tuesday, Monday, Tuesday, we started alerting you uh, to the fact that our broad market indexes, all four of them, that's SP500, Dow Jones, NASDAQ, and Russell 2000, all four have hit extreme overbought readings on our VRA short-term momentum oscillators, meaning stochastics is the one we're really talking about. I explained that yesterday. If you weren't on, I'll just say quickly again. This is really, for 18 months, and, and, and frankly, almost all of my career, but really, like, exactly for the last 18 months, stochastics have been the single indicator from a market timing point of view that every investor has been watching. And it's just repeated time and time. Uh, as I said yesterday, I, Tyler and I can't remember a single time over the last 18 months that this indicator has not held up, meaning that once stochastics get to 90% overbought, the market sells off. It's the most clear repeating pattern that I maybe I've seen, one of the most clear that I've ever seen in my career, and it's still holding up. Uh, again, Tuesday, we hit uh, 90%. We broke 90% on, on Monday. On Tuesday, we were like 94, 95% over Boston Stochastics. And now here we go. Uh, let's cover quickly. And uh, got a lot going on. I think tomorrow's going to be interesting. Believe me, folks, I, I'm not turning bearish here. I think the lows are clearly in place. That tune hasn't changed. I don't think it's going to. But we need days like this, right? It brings back the fear that gives us opportunities. I'm going to explain what I mean by that in just a moment because I think, I think we're going to get another one tomorrow. And if uh, if you're uh, one of our options uh, clients in our parabolic options program, uh, you'll want to listen to this because I'm going to set you up what, what we're going to be doing probably on Friday and Monday. Another great short-term opportunity. Dow Jones today up uh, down, excuse me, down 638 points. Ugly, ugly, ugly smart money hour. Last couple of hours were hideous. There were no buyers. We'll get the CPI data tomorrow. We'll talk about it more in a moment. Uh, Dow Jones, that's down uh, 1.9%. And that's what really stood out today. Everything was down about 2% or more. And uh, again, most of that damage late in the day. When you see in our sector watch in a minute, every sector pretty much was down 2% plus. You don't see that very often. Usually it's, you know, it's at least a little dissipated, a little spread out. Not the case today. Today was across the board heavy selling. There was no safety today, no safety net today whatsoever, unless you're in bonds. Even that, even they got hit some today. Uh, anyway, Dow Jones today was our winner, down 1.9%. Uh, next up was the uh, uh, Russ 2000 was down 2.1%. Then the SP 500 down 2.3%. That's a big 97 points. And finally, our worst hit on the day was NASDAQ down 2.7%, down a big 332 points. Um, so, what was alarming today was really uh, some of the internals. Uh, I'll just point this out right now. NYSE down volume was 92.6%. Boy, you don't want to see anything over 90%. You really don't. Um, although, you know, a lot of people look at it and say over 90% is a, is a sign of capitulation. So, yeah, there's a couple ways to look at it. I don't like to see ugly days like this when the markets have already made their turn. But anyway, that's that's another conversation for another day. Let's get to the important stuff that's happening right now. Tomorrow morning, the CPI data comes out. It comes out before the open and an hour before, 8.30 Eastern Standard Time. 
And look, everybody has been talking about this number. We started to setting it up on Monday. If you're a, a very subscriber, we started talking about this on Monday. This was the big data point for the week. Very similar to each month, right? When you look at the jobs report. But now it's the CPI. It's the CPI and the PPI, which follows it, I think, on Monday. And, you know, the, the, obviously, in, hot inflation has been the theme. It's the only reason, the only reason that the Federal Reserve is hiking rates. There is no other reason. It's not the economy is too hot. Trust me, that's not the reason, okay? The economy is weakening and weakening quickly. I think we all know that. We all feel that. We all sense that, okay? Only Jay Powell and his merry band of central bank money printers seem to be in the dark about how weak the economy is becoming. If you're a business owner, right, if you're a consumer, if you're a person, a human being, you feel it. And you feel it because you're not buying as much stuff because inflation is destroying your pocketbook, right? Uh, you know, Jay Powell is not impacted by this. Now, also not impacted by high gas prices are these senators in D.C., like Debbie Stabenow of Michigan, who stated at a Senate hearing a couple days ago, you know, when I was driving down to D.C. and I saw all these cars that you know, gas stations lined up paying six, seven dollars, whatever it is in the East Coast, six, seven dollars a, a, a gallon for gas. And I just smiled in my electric car and just kept on driving. Wow. Right. How out of touch can you be? Please, God, let that be all the Democrats campaign platform let that be their platform for the midterms, right? Just buy a, a seventy to a hundred thousand dollar electric vehicle, and all your cares are taken care of. They're all your worries are gone. Wow! Let them eat cake, right? So, yeah, the CPI is key tomorrow. And here's my point: Look, when we reach extreme overbought, as we have, this is when bad things happen. It's when bad things happen, but. Because we've made the turn, because we believe, I believe certainly that the lows are in place. I think we have clear evidence that's the case for most stocks. We may still have a double bottom. You never know how these how bottoms react. I'm not saying that we. Uh, I'm not saying that the markets may not go lower because no one knows that answer. I'm saying most stocks have seen their lows. We talk about it often here. Kathy Wood's Arc Fund, the reaction we've seen so far in the semiconductors and small caps, the outperformance at FIFO, right? First in, first out. The stocks that have been hit the hardest in the bear market that's gone on for more than a year, that's the key, are now bottoming and moving up the fastest. This is a classic uh, 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 basing and reversal process that happens when markets shift back into bull market mode. But when everybody focuses on one data set, like the CPI tomorrow, how many times have you seen this, folks? That data becomes inconsequential. So the ideal setup for me, and this is what we're talking about for our, for our options accounts, what we're looking to do here, if we get a, a hot reading tomorrow, right? If we get a bad CPI number, we get a, a week open tomorrow, you know, market gets hit on top of what happened today and, and yesterday. Dow Jones is down, what, uh, uh, round up, 950 points in two days. We get a really weak open tomorrow on a hot number and I would, I would expect, I would expect that a rally will, will, will take place. Remember, earlier this week, we got the bad news from Target, right? 
uh, second bad report on uh, not handling the margins well enough, you know, in the second and three weeks. And Target, you know, pre-open was destroyed 8%. The rest of the market went down with it. Remember, the futures down three, 400 points. And what happened? At the open, the turn, right? We had a really good day that day. That was a tell. That's what I kind of expect to see happen tomorrow. I'd love to see a bad number. I'd love to see us open sharply lower. And then, you know, the smart money investor, who I'd like to think we may, we may be here, uh, knock on wood, the investing gods never like you to brag, so we're not doing that at all, investing gods, little g. Uh, but uh, we'd like to take action on that and see that reversal. I think that could be a great setup coming from an overbought market that now very quickly is working off that overbought status. And I, as I said yesterday, you know, you never know when these overbought corrections take place, these pauses, they... Some of them, they, they go a week or so, and the markets just don't do much, right? But while they're meandering along, the overbought status works off. Others react very quickly. And because now, in today's world, everything happens so much faster, right, that we're seeing this more and more. Uh, these, these, these overbought uh, 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 situations reverse in sharp sell-offs, which then re result in sharp bottoms and moves back higher so that's how we'll be looking to play it tomorrow i don't like buying on a friday uh ted parsons taught me don't buy on a friday don't sell on a monday so we'll have to see and, and see how that plays out tomorrow but anyway that's that's the setup we're looking for uh, I, I do not expect that we're going to have a brutal uh continuation of this bear market i just don't um what else today the vix today again Markets been down a couple days. The VIX bear was barely lower yesterday. You really didn't see no signs of life at all. It got a little bit of a jump today. The VIX back to 26. That was up 8% on the day. Uh, I, don't, I, don't think it, I don't think it's a lively VIX. I just don't. I think the VIX is going to continue lower. I would expect the VIX to, to, to be back below 20. I'd say probably going in by the midterms, if not sooner. Maybe, maybe, even, maybe even July, August time frame, uh, we get uh, the VIX back below 20. I think the market's going to continue higher from here. The VIX, I think, is, is elevated more so than it should be. As I feel the same way about the third of the 10-year, I don't think the 10-year yield is going to stay above 3% for long either because there's just almost no way the Fed can keep hiking rates in this environment. Uh, and again, our view is that inflation has peaked. Although, I'd, again, I'd love to see a hot reading tomorrow from the CPI to act on that. Uh, let's take a look under the hood today at the internals. Uh, Again, kind of a mixed, look, they weren't good, but there's a couple of things that, that are interesting in a day like this. It was so ugly. Uh, first of all, NYSE, five to one, negative, advanced decline. That's not good. Worse, though, as I said earlier, NYSE down volume, 92.6%. Some people might say that's capitulation. Others say it doesn't matter until you get either a, a corresponding day with 90% up volume or back-to-back -back days with 80% up volume. Uh, still, it just tells you there was a lot of selling pressure today. A lot of fear coming back into this market uh, for the CPI data tomorrow. Uh, in NASDAQ, really a different picture, right? Two to one negative, nothing at all like uh, like we saw in the rest of the broad market. We'll call it two to one negatives, both uh, advanced decline and up down volume, almost right at that for volume. And the other, uh, again, this is different, folks. This is a this is a change here. Advanced decline, uh, fifty two high low. Now, we only had 27 stocks hit a new 52-week high. But we also only had 288 hit a new 52-week low. Remember, three weeks ago, we were saying we had, we had one week where we had 2,000 stocks hit a new 52-week low. 
on two days in the same week. That's some heavy selling pressure. That seems to be behind us. We don't want to see those uh, those weak readings uh, uh, return uh, in, uh, in in the new 52 high low. In our sector watch today, not pretty again. All 11 uh, sectors finished lower in the day. Everything, again, down about 2% plus. Technology, financials, um, materials, um, utilities even down 2%. Healthcare down 2%. And energy. Now, here's why that's interesting. Oil today was uh, oil finished uh, up. Uh, what is that? Sorry, oil was actually down today. Let me get my commodities screen up here. Apologies. Yeah, oil was down slightly today, but we're talking about down 76 cents a barrel, okay? But the energy ETF, we covered this yesterday. Energy stocks, meaning XLE, the energy ETF. Uh, we co- covered this beginning, uh, I think it was yesterday, the day before for our, for our clients. Energy stocks have hit their 99th percentile, most overbought, meaning it's rare air. They're so overbought, they almost have to go lower. The rubber band has stretched way too far. 43% above its 200-day moving average. That's very rare. The most overbought has been in at least eight years, okay? That's as far back as I went. Um, and again, when that happens, it just tells you the probabilities favor that this investment can't keep going up. It must go down because everybody's on this bandwagon. And that's just, when the majority loves something, Get ready for it to, to implode. That's typically the way Wall Street treats the majority. And so the point being, today, even though oil was barely down, XLE was down 2.3%. I would expect those losses to continue. Uh, but again, we are buyers on pullbacks. We are buyers on pullbacks. We don't like the fact that Jim Cramer likes this group now. He was a kiss of death on the group yesterday, which is, by the way, why the group, one of the reasons the group is going down. And our commodity watch today, again, it was a um, uh, mixed bag. I think, again, I like the chart of gold. It's right at the 200-day, down a bit today, down $5 an ounce at $18.50. Silver today, down a bigger 1.8% at $21.69. Copper, uh, we just had a really good run here. Today, gave back a little bit, down $0.08 cents a pound at four thirty-seven a pound. And again, oil, down $0.76 cents a barrel. Uh, that's about half a percent. At 121.35, again, very overbought here. All right, folks, uh, always appreciate you listening. Uh, come and join us full-time at VRAinsider.com. Again, VRAinsider.com. CPI data tomorrow at 8.30 Eastern, and we'll see you back here again tomorrow after the close.